Hello, I'm Bruce Sinclair and welcome to this podcast from Jordan Hill Parish Church, during which we will share reading, reflection and prayer for the seventh Sunday of Easter, Ascension Sunday. Today, our reader is Alison McKenna. The Gospel reading is from Luke chapter 24, verses 44 to 53. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the Law of Moses, the Prophets and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day and repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. The Ascension. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them, and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. Amen. The story and theology of Jesus' ascension is not an easy one, It marks the culmination of Jesus' physical presence on earth. In art, the ascension has been a topic for a long time, and depictions vary from century to century, but invariably is often depicted with clouds and many upward-looking glances. Some representations show Jesus amongst white translucent clouds, others show an outstretched hand pulling Jesus through the clouds, others with Jesus hovering serenely in the air. In most, the disciples are all assembled below to witness the event, staring upwards. Throughout the years, many have sought to try and understand the story better and bring it to a modern context. For us today, in the current lockdown climate, we might like to think of Ascension as the very day that Jesus started to work from home. Luke is the only Gospel writer who mentions the Ascension not only in his Gospel, but in his sequel about the beginnings of the Christian Church in Acts. In our reading today, he only uses four words, carried up into heaven, which doesn't really give us much to go on, yet has a key place in our understanding of God and how we live as a Christian community. The story highlights two key thoughts for us. On the one hand, it attempts to deal with what happened to Jesus after Easter, And on the other hand, the real issue is the continuation of the church, when Jesus is no longer present. Our focus in this story should not be the mechanics of Jesus' ascension, but rather on what was going to happen to church and the followers of Jesus next. Standing around, 
Looking into heaven for a while, the disciples turn around and move on. And in that turning, the Christian church begins to take shape. Out of mystery, which still has a part to play, the disciples are left with the challenge of what to do next. The church is still responding, of course, to that question today. The real story about the Ascension is about that fearful, waiting community, anxious and bewildered, with no power of its own, staring into the clouds, trying to discern a way forward. Yet power is going to be given to it that causes this fragile community of believers to have energy, courage, imagination and resources completely out of kilter to its size. In this puzzling story, there is nothing that is conventional or predictable. We don't understand what happened, and I'm not sure we need to accept this as literally true. But what we are left with is God's logic, far beyond our own understanding. And that is the residue of the story of ascension and its effect in a transformed community. Not sure what has happened, but knowing that something has happened and they are transformed and changed beyond all recognition. Whilst the ascension story is cloaked in mystery, it is not a mournful one. We are told that the disciples worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. God's people wait uncertainly, but with expectancy for the next part in their journey. There is a great sense of something more is being revealed before them. Whilst most depictions of Jesus show clouds and mist, there is a moment when that clears for the disciples for their future. They don't stay staring at the clouds. They return to life and get on with the next stage in the ever-unfolding purpose of God. The nature of the story requires a different way of speaking and thinking as a community is transformed. In this time, we too are caught up in that mystery of ascension. The physical body of Jesus may no longer be here, but the community of disciples is still present. Rather than being depressed that Jesus has withdrawn and left us, we, like the first disciples, should in fact be joyful, worshipping and showing how knowing, believing in and following Jesus makes a difference in the most difficult of circumstances. Absent in body, but present in us, and that is what makes the difference. In a report to the Church of Scotland this past week, there is a real emphasis on discovering new ways to be church and communicate with the world and our communities. Some may feel that we haven't moved and are staring into the clouds of lockdown and pandemic, trying to find a way ahead. Yet we also see the church in action, through acts of kindness and generosity. Appreciative letters and phone calls, cards and emails, WhatsApp messages, FaceTime and Zoom conversations with family and friends. A real desire to discern and discover ways of being a worshipping and communicating and supportive community.
and globally too, still working to fight for peace and justice in the world, advocating for refugees, protesting and educating about climate change and the care of the environment, working alongside the poorest and the most marginalised and advocating for human rights and inclusion through the bleakest of times. Jesus has entrusted into our very imperfect hands his whole work, the purpose of his whole life, his whole vision for the realisation of God's reign on earth, everything that he hopes and dreams for us to be. Jesus has handed it over and left it completely in the hands of disciples. If we waited until we felt ready, we would still be standing with the disciples, gazing up at the clouds, waiting for more information. Even though we still try to peer through the clouds of lockdown, there is definitely hope, through the energy and the willingness of people, to be the church and to discover new ways. This time of ascension is a time of celebration, of turning away from inward looking and out to a world that needs the message of hope and love that we can offer and live out. Amen. We now have a prayer of gratitude and concern for the world. Let us pray. Loving God through cloud and sunshine, you call us to be your disciples. Wavering though our faith often is, we are your hands here on earth. When our path is shrouded in fog and mist, and we find it hard to find your way, you journey with us, and your Holy Spirit guides us. To follow Jesus' example, to seek the lost, to be with the hurting, to pray and act for peace and justice. God of Ascension, keep us rejoicing in this faith and delighting in your presence. We know there are others around the world who hurt and seek amidst deep challenge. We pray for churches who meet in fear, for faith communities who hide behind locked doors, for people of faith afraid to speak out, and in these places where your voice is hemmed in, let your vision become clear and one filled with hope. O God of cloud and vision, you draw us together from differing backgrounds into connected communities of faith. Deepen our respect and appreciation of your many people, different though we all might be. Your challenge is for us to live in unity in our diversity. Form within us and between us bonds of hope and bridges of care that help one another and our communities in times of challenge and fear. God Most High, through Jesus, as you prayed for your disciples, we pray for those close to us, for those in hospital, those who are ill or hurting, those who have lost loved ones, those who are finding this time of lockdown the hardest of challenges 
physically and mentally. Lord, heal our pain and bind up our wounds. Loving God, give to us your joy and hope, that through this time of change we will grow and tread lightly as communities of faith, learning more about you and deepening our faith with your Spirit to guide us. Hear all our prayers through Christ, risen and ascended. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and for ever. Amen. And now, may the peace of Christ be with you and all those you love. Amen. The story of Ascension quite often has more questions than answers. We have two questions for us today to take with us over into the coming days. If you were one of the disciples that day of ascension, how might you have felt? And secondly, the disciples were challenged to go forward. What is the biggest challenge for the church going forward today? And how might we meet it? If you were a disciple that day, how might you have felt watching Jesus ascend to heaven? And the disciples were challenged to go forward that day. What is the biggest challenge for the church today? And how might the church meet that?